Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 42, a very important episode, because this is going to round out season one. My name is Keith. This is my good friend, Doug. Doug, I am so glad we're ending the season on an even number. I don't know. This is weird OCD things. <laughs> How do you feel about it, man? Yeah, I mean, even numbers that could uh, help us next year. You know, my whole uh, put on my aluminum cap thing, I think. <laughs> So, uh, tinfoil hat goggles. <laughs> we are. So today we're going to look back at all the greatest hits and the highlights. We're also going to have a little bit of news, but uh, we're going to kind of look back and see what we love, what we liked, and what all we talked about. That's a good point. It's going to be awesome because I think this will be fun. Because when we set out to do this, we didn't know how long we would do it for. It was just, it's just something fun that Doug and I wanted to do. Uh, awesome conversations. And we always learn a lot with sharing, you know, articles. And we like, you know, this would be kind of cool. Maybe other people would want to hear it. Uh, and our audience growth has proven that. Uh, and then the other aspect of it is that not only are we going to look back at all of the best moments of the year, both for the podcast and just the year in general, but also we're going to do a look ahead of what we're looking forward to in 2024. And for this episode, uh, when we close this out, we're going to take a break. And then in the new year, we'll start up what we'll call season two. Now, I know I've already gotten some comments that seasons are usually actual seasons. I'm counting a season as a year. You know, why not? You know, (laughs) it'll be good. All right, Doug. So we've got uh, actually we're a little light on news, um, but there's a lot to talk about within that news space because some big stuff did happen. So Let's get into it. Let's cue up the nerd news. Nerd news. Get the share open here. Uh-huh. And I'm going to have you, Doug, start on this first one because I know it is something that will be uh, near and dear to your heart because uh, it's something you've been looking forward to. Absolutely. You know, the biggest announcement of the last week has to be Grand Theft Auto 6. And one of the biggest controversies to start off is it was released, uh, I think, hours earlier or a day earlier Mm -hmm. due to some internal leaks. So, uh, you know, I'm watching this YouTube video and then all of a sudden I see some news articles pop up on the side. It's releasing immediately. So I go over to IGN is the one that I went to to find it first. And they're like, it's releasing immediately. So I watch a trailer and it looks great. So getting away from the controversy and actually watching the trailer, uh, the images are stunning. The graphics look great. We're going back to Vice City. It's confirmed. Uh, Vice City, for those that don't know, is very Miami-esque location. Uh, Looks like it also has Florida Keys. And then the funniest part, I believe, is there's a lot of news articles and situations that look very florida man-esque and what i mean by that is if you ever watch the news you know florida man robs florida man attacks a gator stuff like that (laughs) oh yeah florida i know i tease my daughter i was like i immediately thought of you because she's in florida (laughs) so yeah florida has a reputation for crazy behavior and the game is capitalizing on that and what's funny is uh and I'm right now, if you're watching the the podcast, the, I just got the video playing in the background, a digital foundry website, they did a 37 minute breakdown of the trailer of all the parts and pieces and analyzing it and that sort of thing. So it's so funny. People are like picking this stuff apart. And what's interesting is from a marketing standpoint, they took some of the most viral social media moments uh, of Florida and put it in the game. So you'll have a lady standing there in her nightgown holding what, like two wrenches or something? I guess that really happened in real life. A lady twerking on top of a car as it's driving. Um, Guy with, they called him the Joker of Florida. He had tattoos all over his face and his mugshot. They had that in the game. And I had read that. Cut you off. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, please do. So that that Joker guy actually responded to Rockstar. I I was going to say that. that, He wasn't mad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you guys owe me some money. I got a cameo in this video game. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. To me, you're out in the public. You did something. I don't know. The, the, you could probably argue the merits it's of whether more he has of a, a case mugshot or not. share than a uh, it is. celebrity share. I know. It's like, yeah. mm, I think it's a money grab on, on his behalf. Yeah. He oh, looks yeah. Like so a, keep going there. Well, I anyway, sorry. So the point is, is that they took all of these viral moments. Uh, I think the last one that I remember is uh, somebody getting a alligator out of a pool. There it is. <laughs> it's on the video there. Ladies working. <laughs> so the game looks just over the top and it's funny that they chose 
Florida, which is an over the top place. Uh, It's it's kind of reputation. So um, there's also been shots of them comparing Vice City from the original game, which was set in the 80s to today and how they've changed the the city design and landscape and that sort of thing. Uh, So, yeah, man, it looks it looks absolutely crazy. And I think was it 2025 is the release date they were saying? Yeah. Which uh, that uh, kind of made some people upset. You know, you're releasing this teaser trailer to us, but now we don't get it for a whole two years. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people were thinking it was going to be 2024. Uh, yeah. But these things take time. You know, I mean, and how many, it's been like many, many years since like 10 years almost since the last one. Yeah. Since the last one. Uh, I'll look that up. But uh, you got to look at the last one. The thing that really helped them big time was the online experience. That just kept yes. going over and over. GTA and all the content. Yep. I mean tons of content and you know i never got into it i sent doug a video recently uh and it's kind of how i feel it's like and it said why did i never play gta online and it shows this guy and he he earns all this money works really hard in the game tweaks his car out it's perfect as soon as he pulls out of the los santos garage somebody hits him with a rocket and just blows it up and i'm like that's exactly why i never played gta online because the jerks yes and there's so many stories of that now, the cool thing I like uh, being in law enforcement, they have released a mod that you can be a cop in GTA. I've seen and it on Twitch. Dispatchers and you yeah. respond to calls. They also it, have a fire. It's role playing, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched it on Twitch. It's fun to watch because they actually follow procedures and they have like call in oh, yeah. codes. And, and it's funny because they have people role playing the actual bad guys and the good guys. So no, yeah, I could do that. I know all my ten codes still. I'm good to go. <laughs> you would have fun with that. So yeah, it's kind of neat that they they've yeah. really gotten versatile with it. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what they what they do with this. But uh, I know a lot of people are super super excited um, about it. You know, and uh, the character yeah. models look really good. Uh, and so yeah, if you want a, an interesting breakdown, read uh, Digital Foundry in their podcast. And that's what we've been playing here while we've been talking. They have like a thirty-seven minute breakdown about the character modeling, about what like they even do a still frames. They pause it and zoom in on things, and then they make assumptions about you know what's actually happening and who people are. Mm-hmm. So they're going to pick this video apart uh, nonstop. But this is exciting, even though we won't get in twenty twenty four. Uh, it's it's going to be a really good game. Uh, the last thing I'll say about it is, did you see the articles about they're saying that this the announcement of this game is going to launch a health craze? And the reason why is there are people announcing that they're scared they're going to die before 2025 and they won't get to play this game. So all these well, people are starting to like, benefit. There. I need to get healthy. <laughs> nice. So to give some back-end statistics before we switch, uh, in 24 hours, the GTA 6 trailer amassed over 90 million views, which is ridiculous. Oh, my God. And then back to our original, uh, GTA 5 released September 17, 2013. And it's telling me, this article, that in three days of releasing, it generated $1 billion of sale. Billion with a B. Wow. You know, that means they need to get it right. Yes. Because, think, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, come on. Kind of taking your time, waiting until 2025, and then no telling what's going to happen with AI and with that Unreal Engine 5 coming out. Between all of that and then, Jude, can you imagine, we talked about before, them integrating ChatGPT into NPCs on a game oh, like this? that would be wild. And then you throw... People have already modded out GTA 5 with... Uh, ultra realistic graphics and you can do vr yeah dude and then you can have life life conversations mm. it's well it's, it's almost gonna be scary <laughs> almost because if the npc uh if you walk by and they have the npc say your screen name username oh i know you're gonna be like what the what heck? the heck and, and then if they have a memory of prior conversations oh, yeah. I mean, you could like have you NPCs. Punched me six days ago or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you punched yeah. me, fool. <laughs> I mean, it's going to, I think, immersion wise, it's going to just be absolutely mm-hmm. nuts. So, so yeah, that was probably, I would dare say, nerd technology wise, probably one of the biggest announcements. I mean, it's been all over social media. It's been nuts. Oh, it's blown up like crazy. Um, they, uh, supposedly are going to have appearances by the original characters too, Franklin, Michael, and Trevor, which would be awesome because I love those characters. All three of them oh, are just be great. wonderful yeah. characters. So if they're in the game, that'd be great, but they're going to be old. 
<laughs> so that'd be awesome. I think it'll be really good for carrying the story forward. So, mm-hmm. all right, on to the next one. Now, this is a big one. Uh, so we talked about it before. So Google already had an AI called Bard. We played with it even on the podcast here. Even we did some live searches where we had it, you know, do some creation of images and that sort of thing. A lot of people criticized Bard because it wasn't quite as good as chat GPT four and some of the response scene, that sort of thing. A lot of that is it was probably trained uh, differently on different language models, that sort of thing. However, Google announced this week, they've come out swinging with a new AI called Gemini. And according to them, it is a direct competitor to GPT four. Now in their address, they show that it, you know, well, we outcompeted GTP three, but they did a demonstration video that is so mind-blowing it's crazy they and they show they had different you know versions of how it breaks down and they even get into like the reasoning and the math behind it but in this video they actually show it a picture of the world like a map and um they essentially say to the gpt through voice they say hey i want to play a game with you and it says okay and they said please use the picture in front of you it analyzes the picture and then it says, um, in this game, I want you to use emojis. So it says, okay, let's, and, it's, and it makes a game up on the fly. And basically it says, this country is known for, and it shows a picture of a koala, a kangaroo. And then all he does is, on, and this is a camera, he points to Australia and it pops up with a check mark and it goes, good job, you got it right. Like real time, it made a game by looking at an image or it would show it something and it could describe it. Uh, and tell you all about it. So this is interesting. So we talk about competition, you know, and it's going to be very, very interesting to see what this does um, when it comes to GPT. Because a lot of people talk about GPT-5 and its image recognition. Um, You know, I'll give Google credit. They went really, really deep in explaining how it works. Like they had math equations. You need to write them out and it would like take a picture of it and tell you what was wrong, tell you how to solve it it's getting nutty, Doug. So what what are your thoughts on this? Um, so I shared a link over on the side for you. I'll talk oh, about okay. a second. Uh, I thought the demo was crazy. Um, you know, the technology coming from all these companies and the uh, power of AI is just amazing. Now, the link I shared with you yep, over on I the side, yep. um, they're, they kind of faked some of the demo, but I don't Love think... It. To give uh, Google a little defense, I don't think they're the only ones that have kind of faked yeah. some demos out there. So. Yeah. And, and just for those that are audio listening, in the video, and I forgot about this, they start drawing on a post-it with a Sharpie, and the AI in real time explains, oh, it's a bird. Oh, no, it's a duck swimming in water. It essentially translates what's being drawn mm-hmm. in real time. So that's that's one of the, the pieces yeah. that they do. Um. Yeah, my assumption on the accusation is that they're possibly showing things that they are know it's going to do. They just yeah. haven't programmed it yet. It's more of so. a prototyping. Right? I don't really hold that against them. Not that I'm siding with Google, but <laughs> but video games have been doing that forever. I mean, you look at E3. Yes, they have. People criticize like, oh, well, look, compare the trailer to the launch. It's not the same. And or Cyberpunk was one that came to mind. They heavily criticized the video. Oh, you know, big time. So, but then it turned out being good. Uh, another good one in this is the shell game, the magic shell game. They put something mm-hmm. under the cups and they moved all the cups really, really fast. And it, it could tell them where, where it was. <laughs> so, Amazing. Yeah. It, it's just, it's nuts. It can make a connection with objects. You know, it tells you what they are. Um, it's just, it's crazy where this is going. I mean, it's, it's like we live in an alternate timeline. Uh, every month, it seems like to me that uh, there's some kind of a leap. Like even on the video here, they took a blue ball of yarn and they, a pink ball of yarn. And they basically said, hey, what could I make with this? And it shows examples, pictures of like crocheted pigs and things like that. It can solve wow. problems, AI problems about what directions, you know, which one does what matching games. It can solve dot to dots. Uh, <laughs> it like and tell you what it is. It's I don't know, man. It's it's getting kind of nutty. Well, uh, so just kind of throwing things out there. This is coming right off my brain. Uh, 
like the medical field. Uh, you have an AI assistant with all the knowledge of the entire world mm-hmm. watching you as you do medical procedures, you know, yep. uh, kids in school, as long as they're not plagiarizing and cheating on their tests, they're actually learning something. Yeah. But then I look at more mischievous things like, oh, can you scary. imagine this in the Flipper Zero? You know, we've talked oh, about that before. Yeah, yeah. The little hacking tool and stuff for those non-law-following citizens of the world. <laughs> yeah. It's That's a tool. what I worry about. It, I worry know, about scammers, and I worry about deep fake AI oh, voices yeah. and stuff. I look at it as a tool. It's like a hammer, right? You can do a lot with a hammer. You can build something with a hammer. But guess what? You can mess somebody up with a hammer. Mm-hmm. depends on yeah. who's, whose hands it's in. Um, I recently started, I do IT for a living, and just to broaden my horizons because I see where this is going, I've started on um, an AI cert through Microsoft that I started working on. And so I've been doing all this studying and, and reading up and, and taking this program. And it points out the merits of um, of AI. And it it talks about how it can do a double check on human eyes for x-rays, which is kind of cool if you think about it, because sometimes things are mi- missed in an x-ray. Um, it can So it talks about how it can do these certain things like that and the value that it can bring. Um, so I do think that there's opportunity to enrich life like any tool. You know, it can be used for good or bad. Look at the internet, dear Lord. It's amazing, but it sucks too <laughs> at times. Absolutely. Yeah, to kind of close out the whole topic of AI, mm-hmm. I saw a article and I shared it with you there. The European Union is enacting some laws to restrict AI, restrict what it can do. And the the one of the coolest things I saw that it's actually making a law where citizens can complain about AI to their company. Okay. So it gives a mechanism for people to keep uh, organizations responsible. So AI, as we've talked in through the entire year is an amazing thing, but I still think we need to put the limitations on it. Yeah. A lot of people do. So, we will talk about AI more here in a little bit, I am sure, because it keeps popping yeah. up. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get to our, our year in review. Uh, so keep looking for Google Gemini. Uh, it's going to be in the news next year, I'm sure, especially with ChatGPT5 and those things bringing back up. Uh, on the same AI topic is uh, this one. Doug, I'll let you tackle that headline. It's a funny one to me. <laughs> so uh, reading the title, McDonald's will use Google AI to make sure your fries are fresh. I'm thinking, hmm. <laughs> What of the all heck? the things you could use AI for, you need. No, fresh, the only fresh, thing fresh. I can think is if they are looking on a potato for brown spots or something. But it could uh, be. It doesn't I'm go sure into it. Deeper into that. Yeah, it says the fast food company says it will be applying generative AI to its operations starting in 2024. It doesn't go into a lot of detail about how they're going to do that. Uh, it, it just says, according to the company, the outcome will be hotter, fresher food for customers. So here's my thing, McDonald's. Okay. If you already don't have a thermometer and you're not checking your <laughs> just Yeah, like, that's pretty bad. Really? I don't know. So So life hack. I'm gonna share a life hack at McDonald's Uh-oh. here. Uh oh. From a uh, foodie that's a little thick. My bad. Anyway. So <laughs> when you foodie. go to McDonald's thick foodie tip coming want, through. <laughs> yep. You say you want French fries with no salt. Sorry, salt messes me up. So you no, get hot this. fresh fries, no salt. And then before you leave, oh, can I get some salt packets? Boom. Hot fries. There you go. Uh, I've heard that one actually because then they're hot, right? Yeah. So, so get your fries, no salt, and uh, they should be nice and hot usually. Yeah, I was trying to bring up the uh, uh, the actual versus real. What they need to do is do AI where um, what they market oh. their food to look like. They should use AI to make it actually look like what they market. So <laughs> on the screen, I <laughs> what they advertise a Big Mac looks like versus what it actually looks like. Yes, it looks terrible. That, yeah. That's so I encourage to people to go out there and watch those YouTube videos of how fast food commercials are made. Oh, they're so cool. It's they all fake are food. really cool. You know, they spin the plate. They do yeah. awesome camera shots, different lighting techniques. A lot of it. And yeah, that yeah. burger looks amazing, but I'm sure it's like cold, cold. <laughs> well, it, and oftentimes it's not real food. Oftentimes yeah. it's like glue and, uh, you know, it's props. But it is looks what it amazing. Is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you we're going down a we're going down a rabbit. I think we're hungry. That's probably what it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll just close it out as all these fast food chains are catfishing us with their photos. That's what they're doing, and they need to use AI to fix yeah. it. That's what we propose. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the last one on the uh, news list here 
Uh, it, it basically it boils down to Sony PlayStation. We've had this conversation over and over um, on the podcast about digital games versus physical collecting. We had we've had collectors on between you know Brian and uh, Kevin, the game collector, and you know we've talked about this. And there's a trend leaning towards, especially with consoles, going more digital. But there are pros and cons to it. As you know, I'm I'm pro digital because I don't like things taking up space. I'm just not a physical collector. But there's downsides, and that's what this is. So Sony uh, essentially removed content from players. They were digital games that people had actually purchased and bought, and they basically revoked the rights to them. Uh, and the title says that uh, PlayStation keeps reminding us why digital ownership sucks. Sony's content removals and unexpected account bans uh, are timely reminders of why you don't own digital content. Now, this is really getting into the whole argument about do you really own a digital game or not if a company like Steam, Microsoft, or Nintendo, or Sony can just take it out of your store. Uh, because remember, it's not, it's not physical. Um, and they basically said, they, they removed these games. They said in less than a week, Sony has given um, out digital ownership issues. They basically said that um, Sony removed these items because of content licensing arrangements. Users would not be able to watch discovery content that they purchased, and the content would be removed from their libraries. And that's for the visuals. They did the same for some games. It kind of makes you think that where they screwed up is that if you're going to allow people to buy digital content, then there needs to be a provision in there that means they keep it in, you know, perpetuity. That's a big word. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. This is definitely, you know me, I'm pro digital, but this sways me a little bit. I'm like, eh, if they start yanking stuff out, I'd be mad. If if Steam oh, started be. removing stuff out of my store after years of collecting digital content, I'd be ticked. And if they decided, oh, well, you know, licensing. <laughs> so. I don't know. Does this sway you at all, Doug? I know you're not like a physical game collector, but you do. I think you actually no. probably have more stuff than I do. <laughs> so just with your arcade and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, the arcade, obviously not connected to the Internet. All yeah. the games on there, uh, they should never go away unless I have a hard drive issue. Yeah. This this whole situation reminds me of end user license agreements, you know. Whether you get a new phone, new game, whatever, you know, we click yes, 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 just to get out of those end user yep. license agreements. There are pages and pages of legalese uh, written by some lawyer somewhere that we're never going to read. I mean, if I get a game or a new phone next year, I'm not going to read it. I'm just, yep, 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 cool. Let me get to my phone. So I'm sure hidden in there somewhere is you don't actually own this game. And uh, if Sony loses the license, then ta-da, you don't have any more. Yeah. It's, it's but I agree a, it's a with threat. the clutter. Yeah. I agree with the clutter of not having physical boxes and stuff. But there's also, we've talked about having a nice collection to show off and look at and see. I admire it. Like, I, I like yeah. it. Uh, that's why I like watching collectors like, uh, you know, Metal Jesus on YouTube or I mean, Radical Reggie. I love seeing their collection. I love it when they do walkthrough videos of their collection. I admire it. It's just, it's not for me to do personally, but I admire it. I think it's awesome. I think it's great for preservation. I love it when we go help yep. Ryan at the uh, retro uh, game. Oh, just so many stuff to look at. Yeah. Because there's a lot of memories wrapped up in that too, right? For us mm -hmm. now, there's a time that will probably change because there's kids growing up without physical games now and they don't mean much to them. Um, no. But I am surprised. Well, we, we, go to those con we go to those cons and there's like a lot of young people there. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, well, and I think, uh, unless I'm just totally wrong, I think that's a generational thing. You know, their dad, their uncle, their grandpa, I mean, we're getting to the grandpa stage, had these games. And <laughs> I'm so old. No. So I uh, had these games, and it's such a core memory of, I, I love slapping that, uh, I'm going to Super Nintendo, love it, love slapping that cartridge in the top, clicking that hard power button on, and powering it up. And yeah. we don't have that anymore. It's just a quiet uh, push of a button, all this digital electronics uh, powers on, and there you go. Yeah. But this definitely, this whole situation with Sony does call into question the validity of digital collecting and whether or not you really own that content. So they're going to have to hash that out for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. It's hidden somewhere in that end user agreement, I'm sure. It is. It is. All right. I think that does it for the news. So I'm going to pivot here and we're going to go on to our next. Uh, topic we're gonna just do a year in review and we're gonna yeah, first start by just kind of talk about like what all did we do this year we did a lot 42 episodes is a lot of content 
Uh, Doug, while I get that queued up, I'm going to have you just kind of set us up and talk about the review of our guests and who we had and and that sort of thing. And then we'll kind of go over some stuff. Yeah. You talk about 42 episodes. Uh, I don't even think my wife would want to listen to me for an hour, but 42 (laughs) hours worth of content. So, uh, you know, that's hilarious. Oh yeah. She's probably listening in the other room. It's okay. Um, you know, great guest, great topics. Uh, the first thing we'll tackle, we had Frank the Tank. We had Kevin, our retro game collector. Uh, Leah, our Disney Parks worker, kind of getting an inside look at uh, Disney operations down there in crazy old Florida. We had uh, <laughs> Brian, our arcade builder, collector, our guy we go travel do these cons with. And then we kind of ended out with Alex, Alex learning about Star Citizen. All the money that he spent or money he hasn't spent on such a crazy <laughs> year. So it's been a great year. It really has. We had some amazing guests on here. And we have some few more that we're working on for next year. So, you know, the guest ones are always fun because they always seem to go longer just because we're having such a good time learning new things. Uh, everybody we had on was just so awesome with their gracious with their time. Always learn something cool super exciting. I, I love the interview ones. Uh, they just take a little bit more work to line up because we're trying to match up three people's schedules. And oftentimes our guests are super busy uh, as well. Um, so moving on to our personal favorite topics, um, you know, it's in it, just general themes, right? Well, actually, we'll talk about themes here in a moment. Let me get that off the list. So, but my favorite topic, what, like my top two, at least, uh, I really enjoyed doing Comic-Con with Doug. It was his first Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was cool to show everybody what we saw from our eyes. That was awesome. Yeah. And in that same vein, it was fun to show the retro game uh, conference that yeah. we went to that we actually worked. Um, and that actually helped boost some of our uh, audience because we were actually handing out stickers and, and, mm-hmm. and contact cards and that sort of thing to socialize the, the podcast. But then my personal favorite, uh, which happened recently, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Uh, and I got a lot of comments from people is uh, Doug's birthday gift, mainly because his reaction was yeah. priceless, which I got to give full credit to Brian. He was all his idea. And <laughs> it's the pit boy is what, what we gave him there. Spoiler alert. I'm oh, sorry yeah. about that. If you haven't seen the episode, yeah, if you're on video, I'm showing it uh, on my lovely display. You know, I've got back. some retro big box PC games. Pit boy, and then if my fingers are right, the there, boy you got video. it. Yeah, man, that I, that was my personal favorite, just because it was fun. And then I have to rank the interviews up there as well. They were just every single interview was a blast, and I learned oh, so absolutely. much. So, what what about you? Yeah. Like, what when you gloss over all the stuff we've done, what ranks up there for you, Doug? Is it similar? It is similar. I like the outings. I think uh, next year, hopefully, we're going to do a lot more. We're going to have more videos, more pictures. Uh, But the interviews, I think, just talking to the people, seeing what they love about technology, about video games, about uh, pop culture, nerd culture. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's amazing. You know, getting deep down like Frank the Tank, slap fighting. Like (laughs) I had no idea about slap fighting and he told us everything. That was so interesting. And then kind of breaking down Kevin, the retro game collector, has such a love, love, love of uh, Nintendo, Super Nintendo breaking that down and then i can keep going on but you know leah talking about behind the scenes and then brian our buddy uh we're gonna have a lot more episodes i'm sure with him on he is a great addition to us and then alex i knew nothing about star citizen breaking that down so talking to these guys you know hey we're gonna do this for 45 minutes or so and then it's a 50 minutes, an hour, hour and 10. It keeps going and on and on because they're so passionate about what they're talking about. So and they're that's varied. my favorite part. And they're very too. Like we'll, we'll probably have Alex on because, well, Alex is a star citizen expert, obviously. He's also yeah. in cybersecurity. Uh, he does yeah. white hat hacking. And he, the, he we didn't even scratch the surface of what Alex really knows and the stuff he can get into in the really text way. It's scary. Some of the things that he can point out when it comes to hacking and what's possible. Because we kind of, at the end of the show, touched on that flipper zero thing that Doug's talked about before. And so we're going to have him back. We're going to have all of these people back, I'm sure, at some point yeah. and just kind of touch base with them. And then more. Uh, we're working on some new guests as well. Uh, we have some friends that are in the film industry. And we're going to have some on. that actually have worked on some of our favorite films, including Marvel mm-hmm. films, um, things like that. So that's in the works. So it'll be a big year for interviews for 2024, hopefully, as long as we can get all the schedules to line up. That's really the yeah. biggest challenge with it. I would love to where we had a podcast where we just do tons of interviews, but... Dude, it's a lot of work to line up interviews. It is a lot of work. It really is. But they they pay off really. They're worth it. But that's why you notice we'll space them out to where we'll just, let's focus on the regular format of just 
you know, let's talk about the news because the news is always ever changing and keeps it fresh. That's the beauty of the news. Um, and so, you know, that kind of just kind of moves us into uh, our numbers. We want to share some numbers with everybody. So let me go ahead and we're going to we're going to give you a peek behind the curtain here uh, of our our different show numbers. Now, the way that this works and it's it just kind of explain it. We have two sets of, of data. OK, so we have two listener types we, or so we have two types of audiences. We have those that only listen by audio using, you know, Spotify, uh, using Apple Podcasts. By the way, we don't have a lot of them when you look at the data, but I'm going to let everybody know. Google announced they're deprecating. They're getting rid of uh, Google Podcasts, uh, which we are on that service. Um, now, we don't have a lot of listeners on that. So it's not our, our biggest is definitely Apple and Spotify. They dominate or just listening through the web. So there's people that listen and then there's people that watch and uh, watching can take place in two places. Watching takes place on Spotify. You can listen or watch on Spotify or you can listen and watch by YouTube. Um, so our primary hosting service is called Anchor. And essentially it has one set of data for all the listeners or watchers on, on Spotify. But then we have a whole separate other data for YouTube. I have to explain that just so that we walk through the numbers here. So let's kind of get through this. Let's listen. Let's start with the listeners. Now, you could watch on Spotify as well. But the number one episode for this season, uh, believe it or not, is the Steam Summer Sale, which has a top end listen of 55. So I don't, this one surprised me. This one always kind of comes up. But when we, get, when we flip over to YouTube, you're going to see something similar. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. It is. But that's like, yeah, I thought it'd be higher. What did you think? I mean. Uh, that surprises me as well. I'm, sh- I'm surprised it wasn't an interview, but then I go back to like, we are the TV guide for your purchases. That's true. We're showing you all the cool stuff. We're slowly scrolling so you don't miss anything. So you can make an informed decision. Yeah. Try to call out those deals. Now, number two on the listening front, on the Spotify front, uh, is the interview with Kevin, the retro game collector. Now, I'm pretty sure Kevin probably just watched it over, listened to it over and over and over again. Maybe he pumped his numbers oh. up. I don't know. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it was good. He had a lot of great tips, especially for people that want to get into collecting. And it was we did his right around the time we also did. We worked with Brian, the game collection con. And so uh, it was really good timing. And maybe that's why we were in kind of a theme there. So but that's number two for listens on Spotify. Uh, number three was the interview with Leah, my daughter, for yeah. the behind the scenes Disney. And why that's so cool. That doesn't surprise me it's because we don't get Disney's pretty guarded with how things work there. And uh, having her talk about that was just really cool. Talk about pulling back behind the curtain. Definitely. Number four, interview with Brian, the arcade custom builder and retro game collector. And these are all like thin margins. I mean, the Steam Summer Sale was 55, 47, 43, and 42. I mean, that's, those are, those are pretty thin margins of listening. Uh, And finally, I will just round it out of the top five, uh, is the home technologies which is a good one, which was at 40, uh, 40 total grand total plays. Um, and so, you know, again, people want tips on how to do things. And so let's flip on over to YouTube. Now, YouTube is a different animal. Um, so this guy, number one is, which we're not surprised. And I think it's because he already had a presence on YouTube. And that is Frank the Tank slap fight champion for the UFC. Uh, that's number one. And, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't surprise me. His his views are just crazy. I mean, it's like we're up to, up to 127. We were in like the 40s and 50s, you know, 57, I think was the top end on Spotify for listen. But for YouTube, you know, we're up in 127. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. I think it's because Frank already has a presence with a lot of his videos uh, on YouTube. And so this one did not surprise me at all. Let's look at the YouTube here. I got to hover over each one. Uh, here it is again, Doug. Uh, the second one on YouTube was a look ahead at the 2023 game releases, the release schedule. Well, Well, I think that's what they like. You know, we uh, preview movies coming up. We preview games come up. They're like, uh, these guys are doing research for me and kind of showing me what this game's all about. Yep. And you don't, it's easy to miss stuff too, right? Because there's so much information out there. So we try to do our recaps. Let's see. Number three, retro gaming and the Steam Deck. This was one where we talked about uh, how to modify the Steam Deck, upgrade the memory, uh, which I did on mine, and then also running emulators on it, which, you know, that's a good one. Yeah, th- that was a fun one to do. That was early on, Absolutely. if I remember correctly. 
number four for YouTube. There he is again. He's a, he's a star. Kevin, retro Absolutely. game collector. Look at that. We're going to have to have him back on. Yeah. He's blowing up. I don't know. Everybody must have loved Kevin. That's what it is. Either that or he's just playing these things on repeat or telling all his friends to go check it out. Maybe he's marketing. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's marketing his own stuff. Do you think? He might be. <laughs> uh, and then finally, number five for YouTube. Again, Disney interview with the cast park member, Leah. Uh, yep. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and I'm just curious about number six. Yeah, I could just keep going through these. And it goes back to the Last of Us uh, show, spoiler warnings. And of course, again, talking about upgrading the PS5 M.2 uh, storage. Now, one thing Doug and I talked about is doing more how-to videos. Uh, like, how do I upgrade my PS? And we actually will do an up an upgrade. We have friends of ours. I think it is Joe and Aaron uh, talked about actually having us uh, record doing their upgrade. And just show them, walk them through it. I'll walk yeah. through it. Now there's billions of those on the internet. So the only difference would be, uh, uh, you know, Doug and I's witty commentary as we do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we talked about branding out into that. We've had requests about people. Why don't you play games? Uh, well, the hard part about playing games is that we're a podcast and it's an audio. And so, you know, maybe, maybe at one point we'll do a special thing where we only put it on youtube but it wouldn't be like an audio listen because i wouldn't want to listen to somebody play a game uh, so we want to be mindful of both the audio listeners and the video as well so those are the numbers let's see yeah here. they look let's good stop that share so you know I'll, themes go into themes right there buddy yep uh just a real quick thought uh, you know we have low numbers but we have a lot of passionate listeners i yes, think we do. and uh, i I think, uh, at least in my mind, I didn't set out to do this podcast to make money. I did it to have fun with a really good friend and learn a lot of stuff along the way. So I'm not mad about our numbers or upset. You know, uh, we're under a thousand, we're under even two, three hundred, but we're having a great time and we're giving good quality content to those that listen to us. So, yeah, uh, if we can expand next year, that'd be great. But uh, we're having, a, we're great having time a good time and doing a lot of cool things. And if you look at the views on like a single video, that's like 157 views. That's not very high for views. I will fully admit it. Um, yeah. But our consistent audience between the two platforms we talked about this for you know we're in the hundreds that's still mm -hmm. awesome that means there are yeah. hundreds of people who consistently listen to us and yeah they may only catch an episode here and the thing is it may not be your jam you may not care about yeah. uh you know star citizen so you skip that video cool that's why we we're trying to tell you maybe just listen to the news and i think that's what's going on when you look at the analytics oftentimes the show isn't listen all the way through i think a lot of people are like you know what they're going to be talking about something that's not my jam for the main topic uh, but I'm going to check out the news. And so, and that's fine. That's fine. So I think yeah. that's what the data shows us, but yeah, we're not in it for money. We're not in it for anything other than we're just having a good time. We're just sharing yep. cool stuff yep. that, that we enjoy. So let's talk about theming, the theming now I think this is hands down easy winner for us. Uh, Doug, what do you think the theme is? <laughs> hmm, um, such if I a had hard... to give a guess, it'd probably be AI. You think? <laughs> Man, talked about AI. Well, let's look uh, a year back. AI kind of started, you know, they released uh, ChatGPT. They released uh, Bard. And then, oh my gosh, within months and months and months, they just exponentially grew. Yep. So looking forward to next year, I'm sure we're going to talk about AI every single episode, a little news article. But I think the growth and the technology or technological advance is going to be so great. So. Yeah, I totally agree. Because you have to remember, I think the reason why it dominated was ChatGPT four really hit hard. I think in around the time we started the podcast, uh -huh. uh, maybe in the fall, a little bit before, but it really picked up. I mean, it picked up steam in the news oh, around yeah. April, uh, and we started. You had that in here. Uh, our first episode was April. No, it February, wasn't. It was February, February fourth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we started this podcast around the time it was starting to really blow up, and so I think that's why it dominated as our primary theme. And so I'm sure you'll hear more. It'll be interesting to see where it's going to go. It's obviously, you heard the news this morning, it's going to continue to evolve with competition, other companies starting to get into the game. Uh, so yeah, it, it's definitely, it's going to be interesting as, as we head forward. Um, Absolutely. So a year in review, real quick, before we start looking ahead, is this past week, they did release the Game of the Year awards. And there's some controversy because a lot of people felt like some games were snubbed. Um, you know, we'll see. We're going to walk through some of these and see what if we agree with this so right out the gate game of the year was won by baldar's gate three 
I did not play this game. It, it's on my list. I want to play it so bad. I watched my son play it. We talked about it on the show. Like we actually. Oh, yeah, it looks great. Oh, it looks great. It's by Larian Studios. And what makes it varied is it encompasses the role count. So you can do almost anything in the game. Like you can slap somebody, kiss somebody, punch somebody, you know, you know, kick a squirrel, <laughs> whatever. But the yeah. dice roll determines whether you're successful or not. And that I think that that level of variety uh, oh, yeah. just really now that definitely t- puts a different aspect on the uh, game. There, It does. It gives it playability, like replayability. Right now, a lot of people are mad. If you I'm just going to read through the list. We're not going to do this for all of them. But for game of the year, it was Alan Wake 2, which I heard was really good. Um, Boulder's Gate, of course, that one. Uh, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, uh, Super uh, Mario Brothers Wonder, which I heard was amazing, uh, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. What's missing on that list, Doug? Starfield. That's I right. Mean, People are mad Bethesda, I think, had such a great uh, new franchise, you know, or a new title in their repertoire is what I'm trying to say. But A lot of people are mad because it wasn't included. Yes. Now, I'm going to go a weird take. I'm going to defend them. I was playing it last night. I've been playing it many, many nights lately. I've been really into it. Uh, it keeps crashing. Like I have, to, it'll lock either on a load screen or, and it just throws me back. And I'm playing on a console. It's not on my PC even. And so, and that's Bethesda. That's what they do. Yeah. Right. And it'll get better. I mean, I remember Skyrim was a hot mess when it came out. Oh, yeah. So to me, if it's not as polished and you don't, have, I don't think it deserves game of the year in that regard. It's the content does. The content does. Yeah. But if you're, I'm still experiencing that so many months later mm, on a console. And, yep. I had a um, issue that killed my achievements. So spoiler alert, not too much, but there's an end mission in the Crimson Fleet uh, campaign. I cannot get through a certain door. I won't spoil anything for anybody. I had to use a console command, which in turn disabled all of my achievements to, to finish mm. the mission. So to me, that really upset me. So well, I'm having the same issue as well. I had that last night. It wasn't even a main mission. It was a side mission. And I can't get, like, it should let me get through the door. And it Absolutely. just says inaccessible. And I Googled yeah. it and read it. It's like, oh, yeah, the workaround is don't talk to the lady. Go to the door first, then talk to the lady. Well, I already talked to the lady. And they're like, well, you're just going to have to reload your save before you talk to the lady. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and a lot of people are complaining. Like, I just lost like three levels and I have to rebuild it. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. I'm sorry. Absolutely. That's why, Bethesda, you don't get Game of the Year, in my opinion. But I love your game. I love you. It's amazing. But you don't get Game of the Year. It's amazing, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, look at uh, Cyberpunk. You know, it had a lot of issues, but I think it is just kicking butt now with the newest update. It's going to be on the list here uh, because I think it's most improved or something like that. So let's run through the best direction. Uh, Game direction was Alan Alan Wake 2. Best adaptation. Um, This is Last of Us. Uh, Basically, it's, you know, taking it from screen to uh, from game to screen. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. your Twisted Metal's on there, Doug. It did get an honorable mention, so that's good. Uh, so did the and Warner Bros. it's coming back for season two, everybody. It is, yeah. it is. So that that's on there. Best narrative, Alan Wake 2 again. So the, there's Dominate. Best art direction, Alan Wake 2. Talk I've about a sleeper hit. I know. I was thinking, talk about a sleeper hit. The first one wasn't, I was excited about the first one. I, I haven't even played good. the first one, yeah. I didn't like the first one. I, I, I wasn't oh, a fan, okay. so... Uh, best score, Final Fantasy, of course, because they have amazing, uh, you know, sounds on that. Uh, best audio design was Hi-Fi Rush. Never played that one. Uh, I guess Bethesda no. was involved in that one. Uh, best performance is Boldar's Gate. Uh, uh, Neil Newbon, who's a voice actor. Uh, innovative in accessibility, Forza Motorsports. Uh, they, a lot of the big thing you saw this, they have Diablo on here. What I love Diablo had like colorblind options for menus, things you've never seen before, oh, which is great crazy. for accessibility, yeah. people with handicaps, uh, games for impact. Um, you know, I don't even know how they're, I, if I would call that indie games, uh, Chia, I don't know what that one is. <laughs> we'll keep on going. Yeah. Best ongoing game. Here you go, buddy. You just named it CD yeah. project red with cyberpunk. 2077 now i haven't played this since they did the dlc relief i am going to go back to it probably on the christmas break restart a game with the dlc i have think you, i'm restarting it as well have you started your sale but comes in uh no i beat it several times before any of the updates what about the dlc and, uh, have you the, done that? i have not played it at okay. all no the liber- liberty and now they made this yeah. massive update with uh, more 
uh, dating options, which I don't care. More uh, missions, more side quests, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play it again because it's now fixed. Because you're right, I played the heck out of it when it was broken, and I loved it when it was broken. But they say it's so good now. So Well, the biggest thing, and I, I know we keep going here, but uh, they added in-car combat. That was one of the major complaints of no in-car combat at all, yeah. and they totally added that. That's cool. And we're not going to go, this list is pretty long, but I do want to call it best independent game, uh, Sea of Stars, which I heard great things about it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's more of a retro style RPG. Out. It's on my list. But what's funny is I love, and I talked about it on here, I fell in love with a game called Dredge. Oh my gosh, this game is so good. Everybody's got to play this game. List. Oh, play it. I don't care what platform you're on. I, I yeah. play it on my Steam Deck, but they have it on multiple things. It's so good. It's such a good, fun little chill game gotta play dredge everybody does um and i'm just kind of rolling through here i will say best vr resident evil village they said this which is pretty cool i didn't even know they had a grand turismo 7 in vr because i'm not in the vr so i didn't know what they had done but yeah, I know. um best action game armored core i'm just kind of hitting the highlights here yeah adventure legend of zelda best rpg bold Arts gate 3 of course yeah. fighting game street fighter 6 family game uh super mario brothers wonder uh, best strategy sim game, uh, Pikmin Four, which I never got into that series, but I heard really good things about it. Yeah, I never have either. Forza, hey, but if you just, scroll back up, you yep. got an honorable mention for Advanced Wars. Love that's my game. That's right. I didn't even see that. Yep, so I had to throw that out there. Yeah, that's that's a great game too. Really, we had you go over this list, and you look at multiplayer. Uh, Boulders Gate Three got it, but Diablo Four was on there. We had a really good. Good year. We did have maybe. a good time together. Yeah, we did on uh, ball, on Diablo Four. Oh, no, a little good yeah, year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's, there's some just great stuff on here. So, um, but that's that's kind of the look look behind. Let's look ahead as we march ahead here. And you put this list out here, and we hadn't gone through it. Uh, so these are the all new video games launching in 2024. I'll let you kind of run down some of these. Which ones strike you your, know, strike your fancy? Yeah, I started to type them, and uh, I just saw so many things I was excited about. So the first highlights? one would be uh, Bulletstorm VR. I don't have a VR, but it, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I'm excited for is The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, it says PS5. I'm hoping they bring that port to uh, they will. PC as well. It's remastered, yeah. But here's the thing, though. Last of Us Part Two was already gorgeous. I don't think it needs a remaster, but that's my two cents. They do need to bring it to PC, right. though, for all, all my PC people. You know, I have the Last of Us Part One uh, on my wish list. It's had a couple issues, but I think they put out some patches. They have. It was uh, a rough Continuing launch. to go down the list. I mean, there's just so many things coming out next year. Oh, wow. uh, they're remastering Tomb Raider 1 through 3. You know, I remember the great days of playing that on uh, PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm going to call out right here soon. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Looks so good. It's yeah, been delayed numerous I've seen times. For that. We're looking at a February 2nd launch. Uh, the Persona games, they're redoing that. Persona 3 Reloaded, which was on the PlayStation 2, I believe. Those are great games. Um, now, turn- shout out to the old PC days uh, Star Wars Dark Forces Remaster. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be that's so good. That's going to be a great one, yeah. I love Star Wars Dark Forces. Dude, look at that. That's going to be so good. And that, that's in February. Look, Terminator Dark right Fate. Right around the corner. Dark Fate yep. Terminator. Dude. Dude. This <laughs> is so good. This makes me excited. My brother. Now, this isn't the one. No, this is the one Brian is excited about. Is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. It's the continuation of when they redid uh, Final Fantasy VII. And so he's excited about that one. He was telling me about it. Yeah, I haven't played a lot of Final Fantasy Seven or Final Fantasy games, but I think everybody keeps talking about Seven was possibly the best one they ever. Oh had. yeah, they're really good. Uh, yeah. Homeworld Three, which is a PC game, strategy space mm-hmm. one. I'm excited about that one. Let's see. I'm just scrolling through here, Doug. If you see one in the list, just tell me. Yeah, I know we're getting uh, short on time. There's a lot of titles I don't know, but I'm definitely gonna check them out in this list. Uh, keep going. No release date. Uh, Warhammer, I've uh, played a couple of those. They're really good uh, strategy yep. games. Those are good, based on the tabletop experience. And then um, the no release date, you know, they're still working on them. There's yep. a lot of titles that Some could get here. pushed, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just kind of, you know, it looks like DLC, like Elden Ring, Shadow mm-hmm. of Eared Tree. I don't know if that's a, a part two or if that's a DLC. Because Elden Ring was huge last year. So uh, I'm just kind of going through here. 
Greedfall. That was a big one that was kind of coming down the way. Just so many on this list. Oh. We're probably going to have to do a whole episode on it. Look at the Star Wars games. Star Wars Hunters, yeah. Star Wars Outlaws. I know the Outlaws was at E3, uh, you know, with the uh, trailer. People were really excited about that. The Ninja Turtles are getting uh, another one. Mutant oh, they Mayhem. Are. Mutant Mayhem. Untitled game for consoles and PC. Yeah. Test Drive coming back. Test Drive Unlimited. Solar Crown. Look at that. Test oh, Drive yeah. coming back in. World of Warcraft. So lots and lots of stuff coming out next oh, year. Oh, dude, there's just so much. We're going to have to do whole episodes, you know, talking yep. through this and see what, what is and what isn't going to come out. Um, so, yeah, this is awesome. So, as we pivot real quickly, let's talk about movies. Yeah. We also have some great movies in 2023. We didn't have enough time oh, to go through lots those. and lots. <laughs> but uh, so let's run these Right down. off the bat, uh, Mean Girls, it's uh, they don't call it a redo. They call it a reimagining, you know. A reimagining? Uh, is that what it is? Yeah, I guess. The first uh, Mean Girls still makes me laugh. It's hilarious. Um, Argyle, it's a uh, undercover cat. I have oh, no that idea. Oh, so good. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I made uh, a Keep going down the list. Yeah. Madam Web, uh, it's uh, kind of Spider-Man without Spider-Man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an obscure Marvel. They're kind of digging. They're doing a deep cut on that. But it looks good. The trailer looks good. And now, the next one I'm super excited for oh, is Dune Part 2. You love some I Dune? I thought the first Dune was great. You know, that 80s movie, they had all three books smashed into one movie. Yep. I did not know what was going on at all. This new series uh, explains everything so well, I think. Yep. And they got some great actors in it, too. Some new actors. Um, yep. You know, so it's that's going to be really, really good. Kung Fu Panda 4. Hey. <laughs> I didn't know four. there were two. Still with Jack <laughs> Black, so that's good. Yep, that's good. Uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, then, uh, I know you're excited about this one. Yes, <laughs> bring it on, man. The trailer March. was so amazing that we watched. Yeah. Oh, we did. I was so excited about Ghostbusters. Man, this gives me looking forward to 2024 for sure. Uh, oh, I've heard such good like early impressions of Godzilla and you know going against King Kong. Uh, we may have somebody on the show that actually worked on this movie. Hint, hint. Oh, by the way, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So maybe awesome. we'll time it in March for for its release. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, some of these I don't know, you know, yep. Jones are the and fall then, guy. Uh, Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Oh, yes. We talked about that. Like, uh, yes. last looks episode? amazing. Uh, oh, I have an omission here. Kingdom okay. of the Planet of the Apes. I've never seen these, like the new ones. Never seen any. Oh, of them. they are I, great. I think I, I've seen the yeah. old ones. So I need to yeah. just do a movie marathon and like mm -hmm. get caught up because they always look amazing. And then a couple more I don't really recognize. You know, uh, this one, uh, no trailer yet, but a quiet place day one. So the oh, premises is they're taking us back to when this first started. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait for that. I love all the quiet place stuff. Let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Bad Boys. Will Smith. I don't know. Should he be in movies right now? <laughs> now, my question is, is he going to slap some people? Uh, he may. That would be hilarious. That'd be a good way to turn it around. Uh, uh, some uh, quick mentions, Twisters. It's a continuation of that 96 uh, Twister movie. Such oh, it a is? great one. Uh, it's like a part two to Twister? In, I didn't know that. Yeah. Rest in peace, uh, Bill Paxton, I believe is his name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Yeah. You're going down the list here. Uh, Deadpool 3. Ooh. Yep. Going to have the Wolverine in it. We've already seen the, the yep. leaked things. Oh, dude. There's Untitled be... Alien movie. I'm Sounds so excited. Amazing. I'm so yep. excited. Yeah. Because I love all the Alien movies. Uh, Beetlejuice 2. Look at that. Bringing back some Michael Keaton. Now, I'll let you pronounce this, but Joker's Folle et Dua, maybe? Du? Oh, yeah. Folle et Du. Okay, yeah. cool. Probably My, something. I skipped uh, French class in high school, so. <laughs> I didn't have it either. <laughs> I just made it up. Uh, of course, the first one was awesome. I'm a little yep. hesitant. Uh, Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn. Yeah. Here's yeah. my hesitation. I hear there's a music. You can't uh, change Margot Robbie. But here's the thing, though. Robbie, by the way, it's Margot Robbie. Oh, Robbie. Okay. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing, though. I hear there's a musical song and dance routine in it. And that's where I'm like, all right, are they going to do a Spider-Man three here where it just kind of jumps the shark? And yeah, it worries me. We'll see. Venom three, gladiator two, uh, wicked part one, which is uh, adaptation from the Broadway musical. Oh, the karate kid. Did you see this announcement? They I had, did. yeah, it was, uh, Jackie Chan mm -hmm. and Ralph Macchio did an announcement. 
They're partnering together to do this. Now, for those of you who don't know, Karate Kid lore, there was a Karate Kid with Jackie Chan. It was not Karate Kid, in my opinion. It should have been called the Kung Fu Kid. Uh, don't get me started. I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. So. <laughs> now, the next one I'm very excited about, Lord of the Rings, oh, War of Rohirrim. So good. Oh, my God. Yep. I can't wait. I'm super excited mm. for that one. We need to have my friend John on. He's like a Lord of the Rings expert, but he's also like a Star Star Trek expert as well. We need to have my friend John well, on. Well, that sounds great. That. Before we screen this movie, we can have a little a backstory. Recap. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, boy. Mufasa, the Lion King. So they're doing a whole thing about Mufasa at some point. Sonic the Everybody's got to have an origin story. Everybody's got to have an origin. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Those are popular. Nosferatu. Yep. Now, let's be clear. This is a remake of the OG original Nosferatu, not the one based off of uh, the most recent novel that they had, which they made a TV series. Well, uh, reading that, Bill Skarsgård, who played the... It. Uh, it yeah mm-hmm. the clown in it yeah super creepy guy He's so for him dude. to play the vampire yeah he'll do great uh dracula it's gonna be amazing yeah. so it's important to know with all of these because of the writer strike and because of the actor strike many of these may get pushed i anticipate a lot of these getting pushed so oh absolutely yeah. i wouldn't trust the date that is on Not any movie release on any all. of them yeah. i i would yeah. not be surprised if they even push ghostbusters to summer you know I, yeah I agree. It says March, but a lot of these were already pushed. So we'll see, you know, uh, but it's going to be stiff competition, but, but yeah, a lot to look forward to to next year. So, whoo, geez, that was a marathon. Good, good episode to end on. Uh, so our closing comments here, I just want to say for season, our first season that we did, this was a blast, Doug. Thank you for doing this with me. Yes. I know it's a, let me join you. It's a hard time commitment. Doug works crazy hours. He works night shift. Most of the time it is a, it's a struggle for us sometimes to try to find the yeah. right time because life is busy. Um, but I always walk away from it having a blast. I always learn something new. I love every single one of our guests. I want to have them back on and more. I want to expand that out. Looking ahead at 2024, looking at the games, looking at the movies. We have so much cool stuff to talk about between that, the yeah, advancement of definitely. AI. It's it's a bright place, man. It's really cool. I'm excited about it. And the last thing I want to plug before I toss it over to you is our merch store. Uh, mm-hmm. So definitely check it out look at the merch store we got uh even some exciting things for it, it isn't just about the interviews too right you mentioned we were just talking about comic-con last night right so we got some events we're going to go do so we'll branch out we'll try some new stuff we'll experiment it'll be your right, orientation yeah. so doug what are your closing thoughts for 2023 as we head into 24 yeah, looking back, you know, we started this in February. I didn't know how long we'd last. I didn't know how far it'd go, but the adventure's been great. You know, I'm not to be too sentimental. I enjoy our friendship, uh, the people we've talked to, the adventures we've gone on. And I think 2024 season two is going to be great. Uh, we're going to try to do more interviews, uh, deeper content, talk about the things that you all want to talk about, and definitely check out our store, you know. We're not in this to make money. We're in this just to pay the bills, keep the lights on. So if you kind of want us to bring the content to you, help us out there a little bit. That's my sales pitch. Now the ad's over. We're This is an ad-free program here. So No, I I like it. We do keep it ad-free. But the big thing is we try to use a service. We use Riverside, which is a service. It helps us with our interviews. It also ups our game on. Because Doug and I said, look, we're going to do this. We're going to do it right. We're not going to, yeah. a lot of people we know, uh, or don't know even podcasts, they just like, they half-ass it and they're just going to be like, oh yeah, let's just, let's just do it in a basement and you know, I'll, I'll use this you know, microphone from 1993. Yeah. We try to bring a level of professionalism to you there. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. You know, and I, I record in a closet. So you, obviously I changed my green screen. I don't have a beautiful game room like Doug does, but. You got wild animals walking in the background, you know. Exactly. And Doug, remember, he upped his game too with his uh, microphone over this. We didn't talk I've about upgraded that. upgraded cameras Camera. and microphones yeah, several so times. We want to bring pu- you all HD quality yeah. content. We want to put out a good, if we're going to do content, yep. even if we only have a handful of people. We want it to be good. Uh, we want it to be quality. And so that's what we're always shooting for. Uh, so, you know, we do pay for the Riverside service, but, you know, anything that you get on the merch store helps us have the highest quality possible because it isn't about making money. It's just about us no, no, paying no. for yeah. the the subscription service that we have in order to have our virtual studio in order to do this and to make sure that it, uh, it is out. Now, I'm going to try something here. They have a feature on Riverside we've never done before, and this is how we're going to end it. It's it's this okay. live mode where they have sound effects. Uh, so we're going to end uh, this season with clapping. Let's see if it plays. Yeah. 
Good job, Doug. Good job. Good job, Doug. So you, we are going to be fancy next year. We're going to be fancy. I know. Before every every uh, joke or whatever, I'm going to uh, before you Doug need makes a his laugh track. I'm like, like, uh, going to. Uh, yeah. There you go. When you do a reveal, awesome. <laughs> that's what I should have done there when you go. opened your gift. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> next year yeah next year so uh anyway we want to thank you all for visiting us week after week uh or even for those that just dip in and dip out on the topics you like this is fun we're having a blast we're gonna have a good year in 2024 uh we want to wish everybody an awesome awesome christmas have a great time enjoy time with your family it's what matters uh have a great new year's take care of yourselves uh and i think that's gonna round it out for episode number 42 season one doug final comments yeah Again, thank you all very much. Uh, We will see you next year. Happy uh, Christmas. uh, Happy holidays. uh, Happy New Year. Everyone, take care.